Um, we are doing our spotlight uh, on Scripture, and tonight we're going into the book of Psalms, the fifth chapter, and I'm going to read verse. We're going to read verses eleven and twelve of, of the book of Psalms, and we'll go ahead and read that now. As soon as he gets it up there, <laughs> but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Think about that. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou compass him uh, as with a shield? And I want to, I want to call your attention to something before before I go on. If you are, if you've got your own Bible open up to the King James, you'll know in the King James version uh, when they translated that the words. The words that there were some words put in there that wasn't in the original, and you know what they are because they have them italicized. And that word with is italicized. So actually, in the original, he says, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou come pass him as, cross out that with, and a. Shield, because that second width right there is italicized, meaning it wasn't in the original. He said so, that, and that gives us the title of our Bible study tonight that I'm going to be talking to you about. God's favor is your shield. Hallelujah. God's favor is your shield. This is kind of a step off from last uh, last weekend when uh, 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 the Spirit of the Lord began to speak and uh, we felt really strong and I said, you know, God is going to put favor upon all of his people and upon the church in these next few years. Uh, and... It's it's already started. We've had, we've got, we've had some people in our congregation, uh, and uh, that has uh, been blessed and had favor come their way. Sister uh, uh, Linda Farley talked about being blessed with a new job, and uh, uh, and some other and some other things. Uh, but uh, uh, God's. 
favor is going to pour upon his people these next few years uh, as, as we enter into this time for God to get his people ready. Uh, now, our church uh, has been blessed uh, down through uh, for a good while. We all, we all know that. And, uh, but God is all, is, I've, I've been praying and seeking God. I, and, you know, I guess as a pastor, uh, you, uh, you're constantly evaluating everything and you want to make sure that, uh, the church is, is on the right focus and we're, and we're doing what God, uh, wants us to do. And I've been praying that way for some time. And uh, uh, our, our congregation was favored again. Uh, just just here very re- recently, in the, in, the, in the last couple a couple weeks, uh, you know, we had a we had a blessing last year uh, where um, somebody was favored and blessed in in, in the church, and we got a. Uh, we got a sizable offering, uh, and that was, uh, you know, a little over ten thousand uh, dollars. And uh, after we made the uh, uh, pledge that we made uh, to the campgrounds, uh, and uh, but I've been I've, uh, I, I've been in a spiritual battle uh, for a little while now, and and I've been I've been I've been praying and seeking God and, 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 and wanting to know for God. I said, God, you know, I, I need to know we're going in the right direction or we're doing what you want us to do. And uh, just just here in the last uh, uh, two or three weeks uh, past, the favor of God has come upon Christ Family Church again. And uh, in the offering pan, was dropped a check for over $23,000. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, we are, we are fixing to come upon a refinancing of our property next year. Uh, you know, we bought the property on 15 years, uh, and it's reevaluated and refinanced every five years. That's the way they do all commercial loans. And uh, we haven't been able to pay uh, a whole lot of extra, uh, and uh, but uh, with how God has favored and what God has blessed us with that, we're going to be able to use that to make a good payment on the principal to start getting that thing paid down. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! I get I got God praise for that. Praise God. Uh, but I want everybody, and I and, and I wish we had more here tonight to hear hear this lesson. I want you individually, as a child of God, I want you to start expecting God's favor abundantly. Hallelujah! And I wish that you could get into habit every day when you get up and say. I'm walking this day in the favor of God. Because I'm telling you something, church, 
we're, we're, we're entering in a time like God's church has never seen before. God is going to pour his blessings out. Now, as I said this past weekend, that don't mean that the devil is not going to attack. That don't mean that the devil is not going to try to stir up trouble in your life or in your family or in the church or anything else. But I want you to look at what God gave me today. I came over here during the middle of the day, and God gave me this today. This is what I want you to understand. It don't matter. Amen. I like I like what uh, Sister Shirley talked about uh, in, in her testimony. This goes along. Let me. It don't matter what the devil tries to come against you with. God has got a shield for you, and it's His favor. Hallelujah. God's God's favor is going to be your shield. Now, King David knew more about war and battle than just about any other king. From the time he saw, uh, well, going back from the time that he slew Goliath when he was just a very young youth um, in his late teens, as a young man, his life was lived primarily on the battlefield. I mean, his whole life just about was lived on the battlefield. And because of his prowess of warfare, Much of his writings was intertwined around the battles of life, attacks from the enemy, and deliverance from the hand of the Lord. You read through the whole book of Psalms time and time again. David talks about how God God was his shield, his buckler, hallelujah, and how God took down his enemies. Over and over, all through the writings of David, In the book of Psalms, he talks about that. Amen. But you see, here's the thing about David. Uh, David never took the credit for any enemy he defeated. Hallelujah. Now, I hope and pray that you have read, uh, you know, the book of Psalms. I have read it through many times, and I... uh, uh, I have started in chapter 1 and, and read all uh, as my daily reading of so many chapters a day and get what I got through, go back and, and start again because it's got so much in there. And it's, it's filled with how, that the de- uh, how that King David uh, uh, defeated the enemy, but David never took the credit for any enemy he defeated. He never flaunted his military genius. And he was a military genius, but he didn't flaunt that. He always praised the Lord his God for every victory that he won. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what we've got to do. We have to give God the credit. We have to give him the glory. Now, in the scripture tonight, we are spotlighting uh, there are four words that David used in these two verses uh, and many other places also in his writings which gives all God's people a reason to rejoice and shout for joy. Amen. And that's what he said. He talked about how that we should rejoice about it uh, and, um, uh, and shout for joy. And the four words 
that David brought up mentioned in these two verses of Scripture is trust, defend, favor, and shield. Those four words. And I want to talk to them uh, about them this evening. Uh, and uh, uh, and we're going we're to break them down. The first, the first one is trust in God. Amen. Trust in God. Don't trust in man. Amen. Don't trust in politicians. Don't trust in your employer. Amen. Trust in God. Always have your reliance on Him. If we're going to get through this end time and make ourselves ready for Jesus to come, we're going to have to keep our trust in God. We got to rely on Him. You know, I look to God as being my source. I work, uh, I'm an employee for the Metro Nashville Board of Education. But the Metro National Board of Education is not my source. God is my source. Hallelujah. I trust in him. Now, I want to I want to I want to take you to 2 Chronicles chapter 32 and read verses 7 and 8. Notice what it says here. Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. Now this is what, uh, this is what the, uh, the king of Israel was telling the people because there was an army that had come against them. If you read that whole chapter, I, I believe this is when the, the king... He's got one of them long names. His name was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Sennacherib. Uh, and uh, they come against Israel to try to destroy it and kill him and destroy him. But the king of Israel says, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him, for there be more for us than with him. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how many devils come against you. You're going to have always more on your side than the devil's got on his side. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, uh, Brother Douglas, we are never in the minority. Now, the world will laugh at the church and make fun at the church and, uh, and everything else. And they think we don't, we don't matter too much. But I'm going to tell you something. The church, you and Jesus is a majority. Amen. I don't care if there be a million come against you. If you got the Lord, you and Jesus is a majority. Hallelujah. So, he said there, there be more with us than with, with him. Let's go to the next verse, verse 8. With him is an arm of flesh. Now notice this. But with us is the Lord our God to help us. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm telling you tonight, church, the favor of God was upon the children of Israel back then, and the favor of God is on his church today, and that favor will be your shield. 
And when the enemy comes against you, they just can come against you with the arm of flesh. But with us, the Lord our God is always there to help us. And to fight our battles. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm laughing because, um, you know, sometimes we all, uh, we all get to thinking in the flesh rather than the spirit. And uh, sometimes when I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going through a struggle or something and I'll pray and I'll and say, Lord, you know, I'm having a hard time with this battle. And sometimes it comes in my mind and I actually believe it's the Lord answering all of that in my prayer. So, uh, and this is what comes in my mind. Why are you fighting? It's not your battle anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's God's battle. That's right. You don't have, you don't have to fight it. Let God fight it for you. Give it to him. Hallelujah. And the people, oh, we, we, we preached this uh, uh, last weekend. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. Hallelujah. It don't matter what, how many enemies come against us. Amen. We have got the favor of God, and the favor of God will be your shield. Amen. Then the second word he says that we read is defend. That's the second part. God will defend. Amen. Phil, put that up, please. God will defend. He's your defense. Amen. He's your defense. God will defend. Do you know you don't have to try to defend yourself? God will defend you. Amen. I cannot tell you at the times God has come to my rescue and defended me. Hallelujah. A lot of times we'll rear up and think, man, you know, I've, uh, um, I've, uh, you know, this, this, this gets me angry. So this is trying to come against me or that's trying to come. And, and you rise up and try to defend yourself. You better watch up. You might wind up with a bloody nose spiritually. Amen. God will defend you. He has promised in his word he would be your defender. He'll defend you. You don't have to take up for yourself. Let God take up for you. Hallelujah. Man, I can't think of times in the uh, uh, 18 or 19 years I've been, been uh, driving a school bus. I always hate it. When a fight breaks out on the bus, it's bad when, enough when a, if a fight breaks out. But then if one of the ones fighting has got two or three brothers or sisters on the bus. I was going down Clarksville Highway several years ago, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and two guys got, got up in the middle, in the middle of the house and started, uh, started uh, uh, duking it out and by the time I got the bus pulled over and popped the air brake and, and got my seatbelt off and I got up and stood, and I looked, and one of the, one of the guys um, had this girl 
on top of him on his head doing like this. And the reason why, the, guy, uh, uh, the other guy was her brother. And all the time, I deal with issues. Why in the world did you get in with it? Well, he said something against uh, uh, about my cousin, your cousin. Maybe it's a third, third or fourth cousin, twice removed, and they still, you know, have this thing, <laughs> you know, about, about my family. Think about God. You're God's child. You think if the devil jumps on top of you, he ain't going to come to your defense? Amen. He'll defend you. Psalms chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. Let's read that. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Hallelujah. Look at, look at that. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is not only your shield, but he's your defense. Let him do it. Sometimes we get in the way and we make a mess. Let God, you do what you're supposed to do and let God do what he's supposed to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the third one we're going to come to has to do with what's in, what's in our title, the favor of God. The favor of God. Now, um, do you know that the word favor and grace are linked together? Amen. Matter of fact, one of the main definitions of grace is the unmerited favor. Unmerited favor. Something that, that you didn't do to, uh, deserve it. Amen. And a lot of times when you look up the word grace and look up the word favor in the original, it's the same word. Amen. Uh, I think about way back in Genesis when God decided he was going to destroy the world because of its wickedness and sin. The scripture says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And if you look that up in Hebrew, it'll give you the definition, and you can paraphrase it. And Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. We, when we become a child of God, you automatically receive his favor. But there are some times there is an anointing of favor God puts on people for a season that goes above and beyond just the favor that you have of a child of God. And that's what I've been talking about here lately that I believe God is, uh, is, uh, is pouring out on people and that right now during this time, we all need to start claiming that. You need to claim that favor. Every day you need to claim, claim. So I'm walking this day in the favor of God. In the book of Daniel, the first chapter, verse 9. 
Uh, and I'm only giving you one scripture on this because of time. Each one of these four things, I could give you all kinds of scriptures, but we just don't have time. But now notice this. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. Now, Daniel was a slave. They had destroyed Jerusalem and took him captive to Babylon. Amen. And even though he was in that situation, God anointed Daniel with favor above and beyond just just regular favor. God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. That was the man that was in charge of them. He was the man that could do Daniel the best good or the worst kind of evil. You hear what I'm saying? God can put you in, into favor with your employer. Amen. I've been there. I, I've had it happen to me. Amen. I know it was the hand of God. Amen. God can put you into in, in favor. Uh, some of y'all know, even after we got this place, It made the devil mad, and he tried to take it away from us. And we were just in a few days. Now, uh, and this is something for uh, our both our sisters that are back uh, back here. Uh, When we bought the place, I went down, filled out all the paperwork, and got. Uh, the church and we got nine acres back there uh, all and I got I, I, I got the approval and it was okay uh, tax exempt since this was this was church property but something messed up somewhere along the line somebody didn't rec- somebody didn't record something right I believe it was one in Kessie somebody uh, up there didn't record it right and I, I came in here one day about uh, a little over two years after we had been here, and I stopped, I, I looked at the mail, and um, had this notice where I had to go to the post office to get this certified letter because it had to be signed. And so I drove down to Goodlesville and got, got that letter, and uh, it was already the date set up where they was going to auction this place off for back taxes. Whew. <laughs> Needless to say, Sammy Pruitt's flesh kicked in. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I began to go here and there. I didn't know what, you know, what to do. But God sent me to one particular man. And I could, listen, I didn't want to be dealing with Metro anyway. 
we've already, we already had enough dealings with Metro. I mean, Metro put a whole lot of gray hairs in me, uh, in my head the other two years we didn't have a building was trying to get built. But God put me in contact and put me in favor with a man in Metro that he personally, even though it wasn't his job, he personally got it all. He said, he said I don't know what happened, uh, Pastor Pruitt. He said, but you don't worry about nothing. He said, I guarantee I'll get this straightened up for y'all. He gave us, God gave us favor. I, I mean, and uh, I, you understand, I mean, the date was already set. They was going, I mean, and it, it was less than a week away. It was going to be auctioned off. God granted favor. God will anoint you with favor when you need it. Hallelujah. So, the fourth and final, I'm going to, I'm going it's, um, let me finish up. Our shield. Now, a shield is something that you hold out in front of you to protect you in battle. If you're not in battle, you don't need a shield. Amen. But the shield is there to protect you from the arrows, the darts. What did, what did the scripture say? Uh, think, uh, think it not strange for the fiery trials that will come against you and the darts of Satan. All of those things. Well, see, the favor of God is your shield. God's favor will surround you and to protect you like a shield no matter what the enemy shoots at you. Hallelujah. The last scripture we're going to go to tonight is Psalms 33, and we're going to read verses 18 through 20. Let's, let's look at this now. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Huh. Now, before I finish reading this, behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. God is watching out for you. A mama might take a child to a park, let them play in the swings or, or what have you. But I guarantee, I guarantee you that, that mama might, might be reading a book or doing something else, but I guarantee you she's got one eye on that child. Amen. Now, <laughs> I always kidded Sister Darlene. Our, our three children were stair steps. There was, they all, they grew, all grew, up, grew up together. Now, when Sister Darlene, I wished I could sleep like that. I cannot do it. I'm a light sleeper. If an ant crawls across the carpet, I'm awake. Now, that might be a little exaggeration, but it's not... <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's not too much. That might be a little, but it's not too much. But now, Sister Darlene, on the other hand, I tell her all the time, when Gabriel comes back and blows his horn, after all the dead and gets them all out of the ground, if it's at the middle of the night, he's going to have to come to 1827 Tudor Place, and he's going to have to get over your bed and blow it right in your head. Because when she's out, she's out. But when, but when those three kids were small, you let one of them whimper in the middle of the night. She was up right in there. I told her one time, I said, I think I'm a little jealous. I could die of a heart attack over here and you wouldn't wake up. <laughs> I fell one, uh, one time, twist, <laughs> twisted my ankle and laid out in the yard 35 minutes. I said, I'll die out here. But you let one of them three kids? You know, I mean, that's just the nature of a mother. How much more you thank God? Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Glory to God. One time I, I've said this before and I've actually prayed it. I'm going to say, when something's going on and I've been kind of concerned about something, I'll say, Lord, I'm going to go ahead and go to bed now. You, I know you're going to be up all night anyway. I ain't going to need both of us losing sleep. God's eye is upon you. Let's finish reading. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Next verse. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Hallelujah to God. Amen. I, I hope and pray this, this, this lesson has encouraged you just half as much as it did me when God was giving me this today. We're God's people. We don't